Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere. Online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. With Shopify POS, you can accept credit cards, mobile payments, and every other major payment method, all with low fees and transparent pricing, starting on day one. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash MLB podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash MLB podcast to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash MLB podcast. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. It's the Bomber Brothers Podcast with Ryan and Sean Chichester. Swung on and driven a deep left. For the line, she is gone. Aaron Judge, line one right down the line. Swung on and line to right center field. It is a base hit. Grounding third, scoring kind of from left off. And the Yankees win the ball game with two in the bottom of the ninth. Hit in the air to left center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a grand slam. Oh, a Stantonian home run. Talking all things Yankees baseball. Hello, everybody. Welcome and a happy 4th of July from the Bomber Brothers here. Sean and Ryan Chichester back talking about another Yankees series win as we're here for every series. And make sure you uh, are subscribed, rate and review to hear series recap series previews twice a week brought to you by wfan and odyssey but sean like like i said like we've been saying pretty much this whole season we're here talking about another series win this time taking care of business against the guardians couldn't get the bats going today as we record here on sunday but they were certainly going in the uh in the first game of that doubleheader on saturday and it's it's hard to sweep a doubleheader no matter who you're playing. And the Yankees were able to do that and bought themselves the luxury of coming into Sunday knowing they had a series win. So they were able to rest Judge, rest LeMayhew, and and still brought the go-ahead run to the plate in the ninth inning. But all all good vibes still for the Yankees coming out of another series victory. Yeah, I mean, really, um, I thought we saw a lot of good stuff this series. We saw um, really good pitching performances. I, all the Yankees gave up were solo home runs from their starters, right? Like Nestor gave up the first one uh, in that second game. I'm going out of order. I don't know why Cole gave up two in the first game. And then in the last game, Montgomery gave up a solo shot and that was it. So the starting pitching was really good, which was a a good sign. I think uh, the biggest takeaway for me was the Nestor start. I'm really excited that he had a really good 
good performance. Um, but then also you get the offense cooking in the first game of the doubleheader that allows them to kind of have their bullpen set for the second game, which the Yankees uh, play a really, really tight game. They get the back-to-back jacks uh, from, from Rizzo and Stanton in that second game. And then they have that four run seventh inning and uh, you have the sweep. And then today, look, I, I actually thought it was really great that they rested LeMahieu and judge who have played a ton lately. Uh, haven't gotten a lot of time off with the off day tomorrow on independence day of all things. And now they're going to go into this stretch of, uh, of games of against Pittsburgh and Boston, where you, now you're looking at these guys playing every day in that series. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I like the way that they're set up going into this stretch of six games coming up here and coming out of it with a two, one series uh, against, uh, against a contender. I mean, the Indians are not a great team, but they're right on the cusp of wild, the wild card there. So go on the road, take two out of three. I like it. Yeah, and like you like we talked about on the last podcast, you know, Boone has gotten his share of criticisms not this season. He doesn't deserve many, but through throughout his tenure he's gotten his criticisms, but resting and managing his his everyday players should have never been one of them. He's always been great at doing that. And I agree. I think I think this was a good day to to sit Judge and LeMahieu get them two days off in a row because they both did just start two games of a of a doubleheader the day before. So I know there was a postponement the night before that, but get them get them a couple days off, get them rested because this is going to be a big series against the Red Sox in Fenway. So make sure make sure they're well rested for that one. So I, yeah, I, I had no problem with it. They still Judge wound up getting his his at bat anyway. Yeah, pinch hit today on on Sunday worked a walk, which brought the go ahead run to the plate. And Hicks couldn't get the job done, so the Yankees get shut out. They had a a tough time at the plate on Sunday, but again, was, was not the case on Saturday. And you, you mentioned it. I think the Nestor start was one of the most encouraging parts of, of this weekend. For me, we were talking when we previewed this series, how the guardians are not a home run hitting team. They're 28th in the league in home runs heading into this weekend. Cortez had given up six home runs in his last four starts after only giving up four in his previous 10. So it was a kind of a concerning trend. And then sure enough, second at bat of the game, he gives up a home run to Ahmed Rosario, who only had two home runs on the season coming into that at bat. And you're, for me, I was kind of like, oh man, like this, here we go again. But he, he settled in nicely, turned in a really good start. That was his, that was his only blemish. So that was super encouraging to see from Cortez. Also no walks and six strikeouts and six innings of work. That was that was exactly what you want to see from him. So that's a huge, huge encouragement for me. And then Monty pitched really well today on Sunday. So I think I think the rotation was a, a huge, huge bright uh, – well, not that there was a bright spot because the whole thing was good. It was a series win and the bats did their thing. But I think that was a huge, huge encouraging sign for the, for the rotation to do what they did this weekend. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best – stories is wasabi technology wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams including 20 major league baseball teams like the red Sox and nhl teams like the bruins and vancouver canucks even the liverpool football club is getting in on the wasabi action so why is wasabi the mvp well wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the amazon's 
of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. And I think that's important, especially going into, a, into well, you know, all these guys are going to pitch in the series against the Red Sox. Obviously, Fenway is, you know, a lot of runs get scored there. But now these guys have a little bit of confidence going into that series, which I think is is really important. And, uh, you know, it, it starts with the first game where Cole gives up the, the two home runs and, you know, in the start of the game there in the, in the second inning. And then the Yankees come right back and put up a four spot and, and then they were rolling the rest of the day. And, you know, I, I think, um, you know, with the way that Carpenter, uh, what a game and like, what a, you know, like what a just great story that he's been. Yeah. First, first Yankee in franchise history to hit seven home runs in his first 10 hits with the team. So quite, quite an entrance from him. And then he goes and hits number eight and in for hit number 11 later in the game. Uh, I think that was against a position player. That was when him and Trevino went deep. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice to see Trevino get off the the schneid a little bit, but look, I mean, he, he, he still even, he had another hit mixed in there for RBI day, but I, I'm sorry. Give this guy at bats. Like, look at he he has a start. He hits two home runs. Like, I know he's not doing the best job pinch hitting right now, but you know, mate, why why play Gallo over him at this point? Like, hey, Gallo had a hit. This is broken. all hit. He had all <laughs> hit. Broke, broke That's his, right. Uh, I think it was like at 28 or 29 hitless at bats. But, but yeah, he had that. He had that double. I'm obviously being sarcastic. I would love to see Carpenter get more time. And he went deep against a, a lefty. His first home run. That was yeah, a, a no doubter. I mean, he's yeah, no, totally agree. He he deserves more at bats. He the the hit you were talking about in between the home runs. That was kind of like hit deep into the teeth of a shift and actually it was a bad I it could have it could have been an error but it was it was a close play it was like a really hard angle for that uh, I can't remember who fielded it but it was deep into the shift it was a nice hit uh I'm I'm going to sound like an old cranky man here but you know what Gallo doesn't get that to happen because he's not even giving the defense an opportunity to make an error there <laughs> Yeah and Gallo also made a I th- what I thought was a pretty poor play in right field on that it was a pop fly in game one of, of Saturday's game. He took a terrible angle at it and it wound up dropping in for, for a base hit. Obviously the offense did, did plenty, yeah. but yeah, he's just, he's struggling badly. They, they need to make a decision there. It was, it was Heyman who reported on Saturday morning or Friday night that the Yankees are in the market looking for outfield upgrades and that many teams see Gallo as almost untradeable at this point, but that there could be a couple teams who just think he needs to get out of New York and he could find some spark. And if there is a team out there that thinks that great, let's, let's try to get, get something for him at this point. And yeah, I mean, whether it's, whether they go after Benintendi or Ian Happ, whoever it's going to be, that it, it would be nice to get, get an outfield upgrade this summer. I absolutely agree. And until then, don't just, I mean, I, I don't know if they're trying to build Gallo's value up, but not doing anything now. Put Carpenter out there or or Floreal, call him up, or Andujar had, had a, you know, had a hit, um, scored two runs. Like, you know, there's options that are better than what, you, what you're currently using. And, 
you know, it's kind of frustrating to keep watching him get run out there, but um, you know, it, it is what it is at this point, but you know, Hicks had, had two hits too in that opening game, which was, was nice to see him kind of. Yeah. One from that side but, of the plate. Yep. And I, then, you know, obviously uh, him up with the bases loaded at the end <laughs> of the third game, you did, were kind of not feeling too great about that, but Hey, uh, class A is a, you know, world-class closer and, and that's what happens. But I mean, other than that, I don't know, not a whole lot stood out to me this series. It was more about the starting pitching, seeing the offense come alive for two games, I think was really big after, you know, they, they had kind of scuffled against the the Astros and they really didn't put up against the, the A's the way you thought they would. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I don't, I didn't really have a whole bunch of takeaways uh, from this series. It stinks to lose Marnaccio because he had been thrown really well. Yeah, uh, lately. And uh, Chapman's return was uh, not too exciting, I'll say. 